up, everybody? Welcome back to Hey, What You Watching? Uh, this is episode four of our uh, hopefully weekly uh, dispatch series. I'm here with uh, Marcelo Pico. How you doing? Hello, Matt. Great to be on this Hey, What You Watching podcast. <laughs> and this week, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. Uh, you guys are in for a wild ride because we haven't recorded these in over a month. So this is a... Uh, a heavy-packed episode. <laughs> this is a an almost feature-length episode. Yes. Uh, yeah, because yeah, we re- we're recording this out of order because we just jumped into it when when we started recording. We did, and uh, you'll be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's uh, it's a fun ride. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, uh, so sit back and relax. Well, we're gonna be talking about horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. And also. Uh, a handful of films I'll talk about from Fantastic Fest, which I attended. So yeah, which is fantastic. It, it was fantastic. There's one word. Aren't for I? It. Aren't I clever? <laughs> uh, so clever. Um, that's uh, that's why we're we're doing this uh, to to show everybody how clever we are. Yes, bask <laughs> in our cleverness. Um, so stay tuned for more cleverness. They they hate us so much. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why we still do this. Um, <laughs> All right, so without further ado, why don't we listen to ourselves? Yes. <laughs> uh, enjoy, everybody. Oh, um, no, about Del Toro. He was recently on a podcast. Um, I forget the name of it. I think it's called like Happy, Sad, Confused. Okay. Um, it was it was a pretty good like in depth um, discussion. And yeah, he he mentioned the Weinstein's, but like during that conversation, I guess he didn't want to bring it up because yeah. he, was, he was naming them. But he said, "Yeah, there," because <laughs> like the the uh, interviewer knew the backstory about me, <laughs> and he's like, "Would you ever work with the Weinstein's again?" And he goes, "Yeah, sure, maybe." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't I, know. Yeah, I think I think I think he said one of them. Uh, I forget which one's the horrible one, but he said, "Yeah, that one." Uh, uh, he mentions one's the nice one, one's the the not so nice one. So. <laughs> Uh, he's such a dick, but he's so nice about it, and he's always so like <laughs> jovial. That's why I yeah. love Del Toro. It's like how how can you not like him as a person? He's he's and and like his his Twitter account now is like one of my favorite. Oh my god, ever. he's he's. I said this the other day, but he's doing Twitter right. Uh, if that yeah. makes sense. It's like uh, it's it's making me recall the the golden days of Twitter. Yeah, and, like, and he's uh, like he's like, actually giving good recommendations, and like, yeah. he seems to give a shit just like he does with everything else. It's like uh, it's back uh, when Edgar Wright was tw- uh, tweeting uh, a lot. Oh yeah, now, yeah. He, n- 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 uh, now he doesn't do that anymore. But yeah, when a yeah. person like that actually has a voice on Twitter and has actually some smart things to say, it's it, it's great. It's a nice and, change and of Toro pace. Doing that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you saw his uh, tweets on 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 the uh, God damn it on the uh, the the counselor right. Oh yeah, he was talking how much he likes it. Yeah. And 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 on, on and I was like same, I knew I um, liked you. <laughs> and 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 on that same podcast episode, I was just talking about yeah he 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 talks about the counselor, and he says because um, like the, the 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 interviewer asked him like what are your favorite uh, or who are your favorite directors like from the past and working today and of course yeah. he loves Hitchcock of um, course oh yeah like he he wrote like a, a thesis on Hitchcock and he's like very heavily into Hitchcock nice and then. But then he also says, uh, or Ridley Scott. You have to, uh, you have to send me a link to this podcast. I need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's a great discussion. And he also says about the counselor, he has seen it 30 times. Oh my God. He... <laughs> oh my God. He's, he and, is my hero. <laughs> and, and, and he, yeah, he loves Scott and he loves, uh, the, 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 the counselor. So yeah. You know who else he... loves the counselor? Ridley Scott. I saw, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I saw an interview with him the other day and, uh, he was talking about his relationship with Michael Fassbender and he's like, uh, yeah, you know, we did the counselor together, which I loved. No one else did, but I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Some people just don't understand. They don't it's, get it. They don't get it. They don't get it. Um, uh, I'm gonna forward. I'm gonna forward you this real quick. Oh yeah, uh, forward that. Forward that thing. That's because that's cool. um, I might. I might forget. But yeah, I want to go over the real quick. I want to list the horror movies I've watched this month. Okay. All twenty-one of them. <laughs> <laughs> go. Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, I started with Frankenstein, obviously. I wanted to start it with like a classic, right. uh, Willow Creek. Have you seen that? 
I, I don't think I have, no. It's uh, the found footage Bigfoot movie from Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, no, no, I have not seen it. I, I, I do want to see it. Oh, it's really good. Uh, yeah. I watched Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall? What is this? Oh, my God, it's a Roger Corman production from the late 80s where, like, oh, okay. these uh, teenagers are trapped in a mall and the security robots go crazy and murder everything. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. It's one of the best bad movies that I've ever seen. It's so much fun. <laughs> uh, I watched What Lies Beneath for the first time. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, I saw that. That was good. That was yeah, really good. good. Yeah. Uh, I watched Hellraiser Revelations, which is a complete pile of dog shit. Which which number Hellraiser is That's that? the last one. I don't know how many there are, but it's a, <laughs> it's a fucking dog turd just spread on celluloid. It is so garbage. I I have been thinking a lot. I, I can't talk. I have been thinking a lot about the original Hellraiser. It's great. Like, yeah, no, it, I, it 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 has stuck with me because I've I've seen it once like um, years ago. But yeah, uh, I've I've been thinking about it a lot recently. I should rewatch it. I've seen it a few times. I've read the book. Uh, the second one's really good. Uh, yeah. After that, that series just goes to poop. <laughs> it's just straight poop house, and uh, it's hot garbage. Yeah, it it it's uh it's funny because like I was at Fantastic Fest and like half the movies I saw were like horror. Okay. And I can't I can't remember the one uh off the top of my head right now, but there was one that was like heavily influenced by Hellraiser and I go, Oh, cool. oh that's, that's that's like Hellraiser two thousand fifteen. Nice. So yeah, nice. I, I have to rewatch uh the first Hellraiser. Uh I watched some shorts. I watched uh I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it was an old Disney Channel movie called Mr. Boogity. Uh I do not recall. Okay, well, Look it up on YouTube. It's really cheesy and not very good, but I grew up on it, and it's a lot of fun. Okay, uh, good. And then I watched uh, Edgar Wright's Don't, that little short, oh, yes. <laughs> which is a lot of fun. Uh, I watched Rob Zombie's Werewolf Women of the SS, which is fucking amazing, and I wish he would make that into a feature length. Have you seen that one? Yeah, it's that's, uh, the that's... Grindhouse trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's what plays in the middle of the grindhouse yeah, it's movie. Yeah, bat, yeah, it's batshit nuts. Uh, and then I watched all seven Saw films <laughs> uh, in, uh, in a week, and uh, you, I yeah. liked them. <laughs> you you did the thing that um, somebody on Twitter jokingly told me to do is to watch is to rewatch those movies. Oh God, I a lot I, of them I had never seen before. Yeah, I I stopped. I think around number five. Gotcha. I think I think that's when I was like, all right, I'm done. Uh, I had seen this... the first one and the third one. Oh, yeah, and okay, that was yeah. it. Uh, I... It's a decent series. Uh, the whole jigsaw mythology and his whole backstory is what kept me interested. Uh, the deaths were definitely the least interesting part of the entire series, even though it's known <laughs> for those. But uh, Tobin Bell's a great actor, and no, yeah. Br- Brings a Tob- lot to that role. Tobin Bell is like the best. Oh, he's he, fucking amazing. He's uh, he he deserves to be in the in the pantheon of like great horror film, like villains. Oh yeah, that that character and him as that character, it's fantastic. And it's great. It's tragic. Uh, he's a great character. I really like Jigsaw. And I think the reason why I kind of like lost interest is because well, this is a spoiler alert. At this point, I mean, this is all going to be. On the podcast, so yeah, yes. people are listening. People are listening right now. Okay, for those who don't want to be spoiled, uh, uh, they, cover your ears for a minute. <laughs> cover your ears. Yeah, um, Jigsaw okay. dies in the third one. <laughs> yeah, Jigsaw dies, it, 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 and it's that early in the series, right? He dies in the third one. He dies in the third one, and there's seven of these fuckers. <laughs> I know. And then by the fourth one, I was like, okay, like he he's he had recorded tapes, and people are, yeah. are listening back to them, and there are flashbacks, like, and he has apprentices, and yeah. So oh, Jesus, That's, by the fifth, uh, yeah. Crazy. Ah. It gets it gets really twisty and turny and crazy and bullshit, but overall, it's a pretty good series. I I, I hear the seventh one is like worth watching. Uh, the seventh one is worth watching most definitely because there's a awesome twist at the end. Okay. The last the last five minutes of the finale are your head will explode. Okay, I have to go back and and rewatch these. And plus, in the seventh one, you get to see the singer from Lincoln Park get eviscerated. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh. But high recommend for that film just for that sequence alone. Sold. Alright. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> enough saw. I uh I then did a I'm in the middle of a Sam Raimi marathon. Okay, good. I watched Drag Me to Hell for the first time. Uh what did you think? Uh that movie's fucking awesome. Uh yeah. it's hilarious. It's really scary at parts. Uh the ending is a big oh my god, this is wonderful moment. Yeah. Uh 
pure love I have for that movie. It, because it was, like, right after he stumbled with Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And, yeah, um, I was like, everybody was like, okay, he's doing another horror movie, but it's PG-13. And I was, like, a little concerned. But it's but no, great. Why? Well, yeah. Uh, for those interested in seeing, like, old school Raimi, that's it. There um, it is. Like, him doing old school Evil Dead style filmmaking in, like, the last decade. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, uh, and then I watched Clockwork, a uh, eight minute short he did in the seventies. Uh, it's basically a really cool kill for a slasher film. That's just the kill. There's no story to it. <laughs> that's good. Uh, uh, after yeah. that, I watched Within the Woods, which is what they based Evil Dead off of. Oh, okay. Uh, pretty good. Uh, these two I watched on YouTube because the, you can't find them anywhere, and the video quality is garbage. So from what I could make out, yeah, they were pretty good. <laughs> uh, and then I watched the first two Evil Dead movies. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, and this whole Raimi marathon was kicked off because I was at Comic Con. Yeah. And I went to the Ash vs. Evil Dead panel where they premiered the first episode of the new show. Oh shit! So how how was that? Okay. Uh, do you like Evil Dead Two? Yes. Good, because this is a direct sequel to that, and it's everything you could hope for from an Evil Dead Three. Okay. Good. Uh, they couldn't get the rights to Army of Darkness, and that's why it's a sequel to Evil Dead 2. Oh, that's fine. You know, yeah, uh, this, this may be blasphemous, but I'm not a huge Army of Darkness fan. Neither am I. All right, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, it takes place 30 years after Evil Dead 2. Ash is living in a trailer. Uh, the way the Deadites come back this time is he picked up some uh, some girl at a bar, brought her back to the trailer. They're smoking pot, and he's like, do you want to hear something crazy? And he starts reading from the Book of the Dead. Because <laughs> that's what dumbass Ash does to impress the ladies. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's over-the-top gory. Uh, Sam Raimi directed the pilot, which is awesome. Uh, Raimi and Bruce Campbell and Rob Tappert are all the showrunners, so it's the original crew back together going back to the world that they invented like 30 something years ago. Uh, it's great. Uh, I cannot wait for that show to get out in the wild and for people to realize, holy crap, Ash is back. This is what I've wanted all these years. Oh God. I'm so excited for that show now. Yeah, oh, it's so. great, man. I, I can't get over it. Like it's the best thing I saw at Comic-Con. Oh, good, good. And that, and, uh, that yeah. premieres on Halloween. Right? On Halloween, 9 PM on stars. If you get that channel. There you go. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then I, last night I watched Return of the Living Dead, and it's a it's a blast. I, lo- I love that movie. So it's much. so much fun. <laughs> Brains. It, <laughs> it, it, it's so it, much fun. I, I saw that movie years and years ago when I was a kid on TV, and yeah. it, it kind of stuck with me. But then, like seeing it as a grown adult a few years ago, like for the first real time, yeah. Ho- holy shit! It's um, so much fun. One of my favorite parts in any zombie movie is when, um, like, the zombies kill the cops. Yes. Then the one zombie goes to the cop car, gets on the radio, and says, bring more cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And earlier they're like, send more paramedics. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is great. Oh, yeah. Uh, Written and directed by Dan O'Bannon, who wrote Alien. Yes, yes. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that, that, that that is... Amazing. Yeah, it's a really fun movie, and I made it more fun by watching the Blu-ray with the zombie subtitle track. <laughs> uh, if, you get the, if you get the chance, do it. Uh, it reveals the inner monologues of the zombies. No, that's that's, that's And hilarious. it's hilarious. Who, uh, who, who put out that Blu-ray? Um, was it, was it, was it Shout Factory? No, it was 20th Century Fox. Oh, okay. MGM. Right. Like, they actually did a really good job. There's a bunch of special features, commentaries, behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, it's ah. uh, it's awesome. Cool. All right. I have to rewatch that, too. Uh, oh, so good. So so those were the – how many films uh, did you end up seeing? 21, 21 so, so far. far. So far. So, so far. far. Hey, and we got like half the month left. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. yeah, there will be more coming. So, so much more. Um, I'm excited. It's It's the best month of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I I definitely have to catch up. Like like I said before, um, I'm going to try to watch as many Halloween movies this week. I've only seen the first one and the third one. Uh, Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. You haven't seen Halloween 2? No. uh, I I have the the big blue box set. I have the the one that has all of them. Oh, you have the one that... 
is like in a big box. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I have. Uh, when you watch part six, stick with the producer's cut. Okay, yeah. Please stick with the producer's cut because it makes a giant pile of garbage into a great movie. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that for that one. Um, yeah. Oof, oof, that, that theatrical <laughs> cut. Oh, my God. Bad, uh, bad movie. It, it should sit in a corner. <laughs> Think about what it's done. <laughs> um, all right, Matt. Um so, so this is, um, I, I guess we'll call this a, a what you watch in episode. Sure. Um, this, this, in, this in particular. Okay. I'm, I'm going to look through my little notebook. Uh, I guess I'll read some movies I saw at Fantastic Fest. Um, uh, yeah, because, I mean, I just went over everything I've watched. Yeah. Uh, except for The Martian, which we will get to. The Martian will be featured on the Talk Film Society podcast. Fantastic. Proper. So for those listening to this... Uh, go to the. It'll be on the season premiere of the Talk Film yes. Society podcast. Uh, we will speak on it in depth. Um, yes, and, we and will. <laughs> the, these movies, I, I'm not going to name all of them that I saw Fantastic Fest mm-hmm. because I, I ended up seeing 33 movies. In, oh, what, in, what? What? How many? 33 movies in eight days. Oh, oh, good for you. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, the most amount of movies I've seen in in a week and and a day. So, yeah, it was it was pretty insane. It's, it's so much fun. Uh, so so good. I'm definitely doing doing it again. This was my first time. Now, what is uh, Fantastic Fest? Fantastic for Fest. Those for, those, for those who don't know, for those who don't know, it is a week long, or this in this case, eight day long film festival that takes place in Austin, Texas. And it takes place in one theater, uh, the Alamo Draft House, South Lamar location uh, in Austin, Texas. Okay. Um, it was founded by Tim League, uh, among others. Uh, Tim League is the the founder of uh, the Alamo Draft House. The Alamo Draft House, of course, is like the best movie theater in the world. Uh, look it up if you don't know; uh, they're the best. So yeah, it's they they the fan, uh, Fantastic Fest. Um, they call themselves like the biggest genre film festival mm. uh, on earth. Um, yeah, it, it was just a lot of blood, a lot of gore, a lot of like not so mainstream movies. But, sounds but sounds right up my alley. It's it was incredible. I mean, like the like the most mainstream movie they played. Oh, they, they played two mainstream movies: uh, The Martian and Crimson Peak. Okay, but yeah, but those other, are pretty other, mainstream. Yeah, those are those are mainstream. But other than that. Um, <laughs> some bizarre stuff went on. Um, oh, do tell. Yeah. So here, here, here's just a, a taste of what I saw. Um, let me start at the beginning. Uh, the Lobster. Oh, how is it? I saw The Lobster at Fantastic Fest, the, the opening night film. Um, I love it. I hear Colin Farrell kicks a child. Oh, it's so... Um, which has me on board. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I don't know if you've ever seen Dogtooth. Uh, no. Um, see that because okay. it's 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 kind of a mind blowing film. This it is like the English English language version of Dogtooth because Dogtooth I think is is I can't remember what language it was. Uh, I'm, I'm a terrible film person, but it's 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 from it's <laughs> not from in the, English. That's the that's <laughs> the language it was in. It's it's it's, it's from the same director. Um, yeah, it's mind blowing in that it's hilarious. It's dark. Oh boy, it's super dark. Okay, good. Um, and yeah, it's it's something else. Farrell is great in it. Colin Farrell, uh, John C. Riley, uh, Rachel Weisz. Um, yeah, the cast is amazing. Yeah, uh, it's and yeah, I'm very um, excited for it. Definitely see it. And the very, only thing I know about it is I've seen a screen cap of uh, John C. Riley and Colin Farrell sitting at like a banquet, and they have mustaches, and that's that's what hooked me on this movie. <laughs> that's I, all you I, need. To, I'm a very easy sell. I'll, I'll, that's what I'm saying here. Okay, I'm just going to read you the one sentence uh, synopsis from from Google. Okay. Okay. Here, uh, here it is: Single people must find romantic partners in 45 days, or be transformed into beasts and sent off into the woods. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, that um, sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it is it is something else, man. Just yeah, just just be pre- be prepared for something that's completely off the wall and something okay, cool. that, is, that is like riveting filled with like great great performances. Um so there you go. The lobster. Yeah, it looks it looks great. I mean, and I like lobsters. So, uh <laughs> I'm sure does it have a lobster in it? 
Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, watch and find out. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, I'm going to skip ahead. Uh, Green Room. Uh, I've heard good things. It is so great. From the director of uh, Blue Ruin. Okay, uh, good. You're, I'm sold. Boom. Um, it is in that vein. Um, and, God, the cast. Okay, I'm going to pull up the cast because I, I, I don't want to mess this up. Um, of course, Patrick Stewart is in this. He plays a neo-Nazi. He's the villain. Uh, uh. <laughs> he's he's the goddamn villain in this. And, man, is he is he scary? Uh, he's dangerous. Yeah, and, and yeah, he's not... I mean, okay, he's like the the thing like that like captures your attention. But uh, but the the the, the, uh, the other cast is like great too. I mean, for God's sakes, you have uh, let's see, Anton uh, Anton Yelchin. He's kind of like oh, the, I like him. Yeah, he's good. Um, Mark Weber um, from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's it? Uh, Aliyah Shawcat from uh, Arrested, Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah, she's in this. Marry uh, me. <laughs> yeah, uh, Imogene Poots. Um, for those who don't know, she was. In I the, love her name. Yeah, <laughs> she has the cutest name. Yeah, she, Imo- she Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots. She was in uh, <laughs> Need for Speed. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, the uh, the cast is great. Um, here's the here's the synopsis for this: uh, a young punk band find themselves trapped in a secluded venue after stumbling upon a horrific a horrific act of violence. I'm all about it. Oh boy. Um I, I, I think I, I will go more in depth uh with this movie with Rob Trench because he saw this at TIFF at the Toronto International Film Festival. Oh wow. So expect like a full kind of review on it. But no, it is a great follow up to um to uh, Blue Ruin. So I guess um, this director, uh James Solnier, he likes colors in his titles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Blue Ruin, Green Room. What's next? Uh, somebody at the Q and A after the screening asked him the same thing. It's like, what? Uh, do you, uh, what's do with you the ever... colors, guy? <laughs> what's with the colors? Um, oh, he he did he did joke that this completes his color trilogy because I see now that he did a short film called Gold Farb. Of so course, there you go. Gold Farb, Blue Ruin, and Green Room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay. Um, one last thing about Green Room: the violence it. The, the violence in it is just so surprising and so graphic. Good. It, just yeah, like it, it was in Blue Ruin. Yeah. It, it Yeah. Like I said, it's in the same vein. Takes you by surprise. Um, and so riveting. Uh, definitely a must-see. And I feel... Okay. The, there's a good, bad thing about seeing movies at film festivals. Like, the good thing is, like, you see films a lot early, but the bad thing is, like... You can't other, talk about it with anyone. Yeah, other people are not going to get to see this until next year. I think they just announced the release dates for this will be, like, the 1st of April, 2016. Oh, wow. Which kind of kills me, because, God, I want as many people to see this as possible. This this is... Nin, this is I was going to say, this is one of my favorites of this year, but, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up being, like, my favorite film of 2016. Yeah. Like, already, it, it, it's there. Um, so yeah, I saw that. That kind of was mind blowing. Okay, here's one. Here's one that's like will be out. Uh, I think in a few weeks, so everybody will see this. Victoria. So, so not a future movie. Okay. No, not not a future movie. Uh, Victoria. Have you heard anything about Victoria? Um, uh, Matt? I have not, but I'm going to look it up right now. But go on. <laughs> okay, Victoria. Um, now this. Um, I think a lot of people will, will end up hearing this. And uh, I think I think the selling point of Victoria will be that it is a one take movie. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, the film is like two hours and twenty minutes, but oh. it's all it's all in one take. Okay, um, a lot of people will, will say that's uh, that's the big takeaway of this, but no, it is <laughs> like the, the the gimmick alone is like fantastic. The, the craft in it is amazing. Like the. Uh, the, the fact that they managed to pull this off in one take, that, um, because this takes place over many like uh, many locations, the camera moves constantly. Gotcha. It uh, yeah, that's one thing. But the performances are amazing. The story is captivating. Like it works on every level. Uh, Victoria. Yeah, I looked it up. I'm actually uh, I've heard about this. Yeah. Um, I'll, okay, here's the, here's the synopsis for this one. Four local Berliners recruit, uh, recruit a thrill-seeking Spanish woman to be their getaway driver for a bank robbery. 
So sure. Yeah. <laughs> I I um I was describing this to somebody, and I told him this is like uh, before sunset mixed with Reservoir Dogs. So yeah, <laughs> um, see this movie, people. Uh, this this is this is going to end up being one of my favorites of this year. Oh wow! Because um, it's just so damn good. Um, and yeah, like like I said, the one the the uh, the one take thing will, will will get people to see it because like that's extraordinary to see. But no, um, the performances, the story itself, it's also quite amazing. So yeah, Victoria, see that, see that immediately. Oh nice. Okay. Man, yeah, I okay. have to uh, I have to look into this. Yeah, definitely, because I I think there's a release date of of this this month. I think. Uh, it'll, it'll be it'll be out in theaters soon. Um, okay, I'm just gonna go through some of this. Uh, Men and Chicken. What is it uh, called? What? Men and Chicken. Men and Chicken. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what the hell is that about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a let's see a German. Because that film, sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, it is, and and yeah. Um, uh, it is a it is an apt title because it is a weird fucking movie. No. Um, <laughs> it stars Mads Mikkelsen, uh, who okay. now is there a man and a chicken in it? <laughs> there, there are men and there are chicken. So, okay, good. Yes. Um, <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen uh, plays a chronic masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think the first scene in the movie is like him. On a date, and uh, he, <laughs> and then like Im- uh, immediately after, he goes to, to the bathroom, ma- bathroom, and masturbates. So that's how the film opens. Oh, that's that's an <laughs> opening. Okay. So uh, he plays he plays a character who um, who learns about uh, his like true true family, like where he's actually where his like uh, true father is. So he he seeks his father out, and he see and he finds like his. Um, brothers who he didn't know existed and they're just a kind of crazy backwards uh group and <laughs> uh things start to unravel and you find and he finds like family secrets and yeah it is it is a bizarre movie um it is funny Mads Mikkelsen is hilarious in this um good uh for those who don't know Mads Mikkelsen is Hannibal on on Hannibal yes and he's like he's done a bunch of other dramas too um, yeah, he's he's a fantastic actor, and yeah, he's he's a funny guy. I'm uh, not finding okay. anything on this movie. Does it exist? Men and Chicken, Men and Chicken. Yeah, it's. Uh... I think you're lying. No, it's... <laughs> you're making this up. Are you just like brainstorming here? <laughs> so that's my pitch, uh, Mads. If you're listening, please be, <laughs> please no, be yeah. my Man and Chicken movie. <laughs> I implore uh... you. Did, uh, did you type in men, M-E-N, and chicken? Oh, men and chicken. I was men looking up and men chicken. and chicken. Uh, men. Several men. Yeah. It, it was oh, rec- gotcha. It was recently picked up by Drafthouse Films. Um, okay, good. Uh, Drafthouse Films, for those who don't know, uh, me and Rocky Ores have been covering Drafthouse Films. Hell yes, and, you have. Yeah, and we will be talking about men and chicken, because we saw this together, actually, at the oh, nice. Fest. So yeah, we had a blast, and we'll go in depth about Men and Chicken uh, soon enough. But yeah, um, uh, I have a question about Fantastic Fest. Did the yeah. witch play there? I was just gonna get to that. Oh, because uh, that's one of my most anticipated films. Holy shit! The yeah, witch. it looks batshit crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what can I say about the witch? Um, again, it's another movie that's not gonna come out uh, here until. January. Yeah, which, uh, which, all which I know about me. this movie is it is based off of a Puritan folktale. Oh, yeah. Uh, and a lot of the dialogue has been adapted from uh, old, like, uh, transcripts that they found. Oh, yeah. Um, God, I don't want to ruin this, uh, but it is... Is, is it good? Movie? It is so good. It is okay, so, good. so good. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Uh, and, and, and I'll just say, like, the... Yeah... <laughs> Oh God, the way oh, no no I'm not gonna say anything what I, I, that, no what <laughs> I was gonna say something but I, I I'm I got to know <laughs> I, saying too much about the actual witch and like what happens in the movie I, I think it'll get it'll give it away I'll just say that the the family that that is like under attack by like 
these forces from the forest because like, it, it's about a family that moves like away from like their, yeah. their, their, their their colony and they, and they go live by themselves. Um, but yeah, they are just affected by their surroundings and there's like a a great it's it, it, it it's like a um, God what, what 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 can I say it, it's it, it's like a an analogy right mm. to not let like evil forces kind of like manipulate you so I, I I'll say that it's 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 crafted so well it works on a lot of layers as like a horror movie as like a a drama it just works man it's yeah. Definitely seek it out as well, soon as I you can. I can't wait. I can't. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, it's. I just say it starts off as one thing, and I'm like, okay, what's you know, this is uh, kind of an odd type of film to show at Fantastic Fest when I just saw yeah. like gallons of blood spewing, but then it yeah. takes, it takes a turn and it's like, holy shit! Yeah. Th- uh, there you go. The witch. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it, it is so good. So so damn good. Um. Ooh, I'm just gonna. All right. So yeah, 33 movies. There's a lot to talk about. I'll I'll, I'll definitely talk more about a lot more movies with um I think my good friend Mark uh, at Movie Doc. He uh, he also went to Fantastic Fest, so I, oh, nice. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna have a sit down chat with him, and we'll we'll run through a lot more movies. But I want to talk about one more before I stop talking because I've talked too much already. <laughs> um, Bone Tomahawk. Oh, uh, oh! I've heard. Oh, this is the Kurt Russell, right? Yes, Kurt Russell Western. Um, this blew me away. <laughs> nice, nice. That's what I'm hoping to hear. Good. This this was a good surprise um, because I I heard some like um, some so, some not so good things because I think this premiered at a fil- at a film another another film festival a few a few months ago. So I wasn't expecting that much, um, but man, it is so damn good. Russell hmm. is. He he is our like um, our John Wayne. Like, he, I can he, see that. Yeah, yeah he, and and yeah, this 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 goes to prove that is it is a very laid back, well yeah, kind of old school western, but there are some fantastic horror elements in this, and that's as much as I'll say because oh man, <laughs> yeah, there, I hear it's 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 like a cowboy movie mixed with cannibals, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a scene towards the end. Hill people. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there's a scene towards the end that just had me like on the edge of my seat, and I was Oof. like, "Oh God, oh God!" And I haven't felt that way since uh, Gone Girl. Uh, oh, and oh God! It, yeah, it's 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 been like more than a year since Gone Girl came out, right? So so I can spoil uh, this, right? It's been exactly a year. Oh yeah, there you go. Um, Happy so anniversary. <laughs> my favorite film of last year. Um, Same here. Amazing yeah. Amy, you will forever be in our hearts. So damn great. Um, so yeah. So for those who don't know, well, for for those who need a, a, a reminder, but and, and also for those who don't want to be spoiled, get out of here. Yeah, um, go away for like a couple minutes. Okay. So the scene that really riled me up, that like had me on the edge of my seat for for Gone Girl, was of course when good old Neil Patrick Harris gets sliced, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was that, like, that, that scene, oh boy. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, what am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the many, uh, whoa, what moments in Gone yeah. Girl when I was sitting yeah. in the theater. So, um, so cut to a year later, I had that same reaction to a scene in Bone Tomahawk. Nice. And that's all I'll say. Um, yeah, it works as like a John Ford like um uh homage uh very in the vein of like those John Wayne classics and it also works as a terrifying horror movie so so there you go um Bone Tomahawk I think that comes out at the end of this month Oh good good and yeah uh, cuz I'm all about it yeah uh, seek it out it is uh I th- I think it's like number 6 or 7 on my top 10 Oh wow um, wow okay yeah I I loved it that much and also uh, uh Previously mentioned Victoria, I think that's my number three. So that's how much I love that movie. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm looking at my top ten as of right now. So yeah, two Fantastic Fest movies are up there now. Um, I, I would have. Well, Green I Room. didn't go to Fantastic <laughs> Fest, so guess what? None of those are on my top ten. <laughs> you jerk. Uh, my top I'm... ten's a lot more boring than yours. <laughs> Uh, I, I was also going to go into I don't have Green Room, uh, The Witch, or The Lobster on my top ten because those are on my best of 2016. No, list. okay. 
Uh, yeah, real quick, uh, for those that are keeping count, uh, what is uh, your top ten? And then I'll go over mine. Okay. Oh, I actually need to update it. Because, go yeah. from ten to one, obviously. Okay. Uh, give me one second. Why don't sure. uh, Why don't you go first? Actually. Okay. While, uh, for me, number ten is Joel Edgerton's The Gift. Okay. Uh, yeah. That movie hit me like a sack of bricks, and I'm still thinking about it. Uh, a lot of people don't like the ending. I don't understand that. But hey, that's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, number nine is Clouds of Sils Maria, which uh, I loved. Uh, Kristen Stewart was great in that. Uh, number eight is Maggie, which might come as a surprise, but uh, yeah, I really like that one. Uh, Inside Out is number seven. Uh, it's one of Pixar's best. Number six is Straight Outta Compton, uh, which we've discussed in the past. Uh, number five is Kumiko, The Treasure Hunter, uh, which is a crazy movie and uh, one of the most harrowing things I've seen all year. Uh, number four is Cinderella by Kenneth Branagh. It's gorgeous. Number three is uh, Michael Mann's Black Hat. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Uh, number two is uh, The Martian by Ridley Scott. And number one is uh, Mad Max Fury Road. And that will be number one for 2016, 2017, 2018, <laughs> and 2019. Forever and always. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Um, I, I, um, I asked you to give me some time because I had to update it. Because it's been a busy last two weeks, and I forgot to add one. Oh, no. So I just saw Bridge of Spies yesterday, so I had to, I had to update it with that. I'll be seeing that this week. Um, yeah, just a quick note, Bridge of Spies, I mean, if you love, like, what Spielberg has done in the last, like, you know, five years, like, with, like, War Horse and Lincoln, this is right up that alley. I haven't seen War Horse, I've heard it's okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, Lincoln is great, though. Yeah, Lincoln is, is great. Like, War Horse, it's, it's, it's just like a, it's, it's, it's a homage to, to movies of that time. For sure, it's like super schmaltzy, especially at the end. But like, if you understood, like the, if you didn't hate the ending of War of the Worlds, um, because that was also schmaltzy as hell. Like it's 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 like that. It's like that okay. feeling. That feeling of like, um, uh, of like pure hope. <laughs> gotcha. Maybe, yeah. Um, that's. Uh, that feeling goes through War Horse, and that feeling also goes through Bridge of Spies. Like, it's this. This could have easily been like a Frank Capra movie from like the fifties. It could have easily been. <laughs> black, it, it it could have easily been black and white, and and still capture the the feeling of that of that era. So it's. I mean, for some reason, uh, Spielberg is just in love with. I mean, for obvious reasons, like he's in love with like this type of movie, and like he's like very comfortable at this point in his career, and like just making movies. Like that, and I'm per- I'm perfectly fine with it. Um, I've I've heard people complain that oh why is like uh, why doesn't Spielberg do like a modern movie? It's like yeah, it's, I don't know. It's he's he's done plenty of that already. Yeah, like, he's he, fine. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's fine. He's he's done the blockbuster. He's he, he's made classics in the blockbuster uh, like, like vein. But now he's like doing kind of like what he wants to do like in this type of era and this type of um, this like homage to to that kind I'm of. I'm very movie. much looking forward to it. So good. Okay. And I'm very much so looking forward to his next film. So there's that. Oh yeah, Ready Player 1. Oh, which yes. I know I know very little about. I haven't I haven't read the book. That's one of my favorite books, so I'm hoping he does it justice. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um what happens with that? Uh okay. Well, <laughs> I guess um uh, I'll ask you about this when I hit it. Okay, so 10 And this is all very tentative. I I I'm, I just Oh, it's going to switch around all the time. Yeah, it's it's like switching around constantly because I, I I look at this now and I'm, I I kind of want to reorder it. But <laughs> as of right now, as of four oh seven p.m. Central uh, Standard Time, uh, Bridge of Spies is number ten. Oh, so yeah, that's that jumped in my number ten. Um, Sicario is number nine. Oh, I really want to see that. Uh, Sicario is it's it, it's a movie I need to see again. Um, because there's just so much to unwrap, and I just say it's like God, visually stunning, and the the themes in it are hard to take. It's a very hard mm-hmm. movie to swallow, but God, there's just a lot to love about it. Um, it's 
it's like I, 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 I need to stop doing this, but I, I like comparing it to other movies. Like it's, it's very much like Silence of the Lambs and No Country for Old Men. Oh shit! Okay. If they had like a sadistic baby, this this would be it. Um, <laughs> so that's nine. Okay, number eight, uh, Magic Mike Double XL. Still need to see it. Um, uh, one of the best third acts probably ever made. <laughs> <laughs> um, number seven, Bone Tomahawk. Just talk okay. about that. Nice. Uh, number six, Mad Max Fury Road. Um, Too low. <laughs> Boo! It, angels are weeping. There's there's angels crying right now. Yeah. So so now I'm going to list the five movies that I think are, are <laughs> better. Is not the right word. It's just I, I guess I, that I like more. You than, are insane. <laughs> there are reasons why I like five five films right now more than I won't Max. hear it. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of the podcast, Matt. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation is number five. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, fine. It's okay. no Mad Max, but okay. Uh, Crimson Peak. <laughs> Crimson Peak is number four. I have not seen it yet. I'm very excited. So in love with it. Uh, Victoria, number three. Okay. Inside Out, number two. Oh, it's wonderful. It is wonderful. And we, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast. The Look of Silence. The, oh, okay. The, the Punch to the Guts documentary. Um, astonishing piece of work. That's my number one. Um, so yeah, I <laughs> I was tweeting about this the other day. You might have seen it. It's I I had a top ten like a few days ago that I was perfectly happy with. Uh, yep. And and now I'm seeing more movies and like stuff is shifting around. Uh, I've I've done this previously. Like the uh, I have to have like two top ten lists by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Like a top twenty. Um, I'm in love. And yeah, and like going down the list. I mean, uh, in, uh, end of the tour, Mistress America, Black Hat, The Martian, like those are like creeping into my top ten, and I love. Yeah, those. Where the hell's Black Hat? You I, son of a bitch! I know. <laughs> again, this might move. This might shift around because I'm seeing Black Hat again very soon. So that you could, should that that you should watch it once a week. <laughs> that'll jump up. Uh, Doctor's orders. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's been a great mo- it's been a great year so far. I I I, I love it. Um, and again, yeah, there's just so, so much to look forward to. For God's sakes, I have Steve Jobs tomorrow. And I'm looking forward to that one, too. I hear that's People keep I've, saying that's like the best Sorkin movie. I've only seen one Danny Boyle movie, and I hated it. But, uh, so I'm hoping he can... Maybe everyone else in this movie can overpower his Danny Boyle-ness. <laughs> which, which one did you hate? I saw Slumdog Millionaire. You hated that one? I cannot stand... That garbage fire of a movie. Uh, I, I I liked it a lot. I like. Uh, I ca- I cannot. I I will not abide that film. People at were, all. People. Were, I'm a horrible person. <laughs> people were mad at me, or at least one person was that I put Slumdog <laughs> that I put Slumdog Millionaire over The Dark Knight that year, and it's like it, it, oh, I'm fine with that. It's a better movie. Anyway, uh, it, yeah, by a slight margin, I guess. But no, they're I, they're both. Okay. Uh, Danny Boyle should. Uh, this is an entirely entirely different discussion. <laughs> I think because I think I like Slumdog Millionaire more as um, um, as a work of like um, his his directorial effort in that kind of blows everything else out of the water. I, I guess I fell in love with that more than anything else in that movie. Yeah, it's it's another discussion, Matt. We can we can move on. <laughs> Well, it's it's horror month, so I will be finally seeing Twenty Eight Days Later, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that maybe he can win me over with that one. Who knows? Also, check out um, Sun. I forget the name of the movie. Sunrise. Sunshine. 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 That's very good. That's another one everyone t- says I should see. And of course, Train Spotting is not not that bad. Uh, I'm gonna stay away. It's, I saw one <laughs> clip from it, and it scared the shit out of me. So I'm good. I'm good. I saw some shit with like a baby on a ceiling and. I don't like babies, and I'm not a big fan of ceilings, so uh, <laughs> I will not be seeing train spotting anytime soon. Okay, so we should <laughs> we should do ceilings a- are like prisons for your head. I don't like them. <laughs> we should do a Danny Boyle retrospective. Um, oh boy, I can talk about one movie. Great. <laughs> um, um, well, I can't remember what the last one he did was that everybody seemed to hate, and I kind of hated it too. Um, oh, uh, something. I, I know I can I can see the poster in my head and I don't know what it's called. 
I have to look it up. Rosario Dawson, I think, is in it. And transfer something. Transfer. <laughs> was it transference? Tran. Oh no, I was gonna say transcendence, but that's not it. No, that's the that's the sequel to her. <laughs> um, trance. Trance. That's it. I was close. Oh god, I wanted to love that movie. Oh shit, I've seen the beach. Never mind. Also, <laughs> oh, you you've never seen one hundred twenty seven hours. No. No, that's very good. No, uh, he, no, but I have seen I have seen the beach. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was uh, good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't. I, I I haven't seen it, but that's one of his worst. It's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> anyway, you um, can tell it's good because I just remembered I saw it <laughs> fifteen years ago. <laughs> all right, all right, Matt. I th- I think that's enough for an episode, right? We've we, all right. We, we we talked enough about movies. Um, hey, yeah. what you watching? Oh, you know what? Yeah, what? we should uh, go back and record an intro. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs an intro? Uh, <laughs> uh, we do. <laughs> um, why don't we wrap this up by going to the Twitter line? Because I, I actually asked people what they were watching this weekend. Um, so let me pull that up. Um, all right, Matt. Let's go to the Twitter line now. The Twitter uh, hello, line. T- hello, Twitter. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello, uh, hello Twitter. Um, <laughs> I asked people, hey, what are you watching this weekend? Um, which is a Because pro- there is a ton of movies coming out. Yeah, there's a there's a lot. Uh, Too many. To see. Too many. Too yeah. many. Um, so, okay, I'll, I'll start off by saying uh, uh, Adrian Charlie, who I met uh, at Fantastic Fest. Uh, oh, wow. He's, 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 a, he's a great guy. Um, he says, uh, in response to this question, he says, Bridge of Spies and possibly Goosebumps. Already saw Crimson Peak. Uh, maybe catch up on VOD stuff. Because, yeah. Oh, Goosebumps. Goosebumps. I'm looking forward to Goosebumps. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we were just saying that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm hesitant, but it's supposed to be a good movie, right? Yeah, I hear it's uh, a lot of fun, and yeah. uh, it does the characters justice. And uh, Jack Black is R.L. Stein. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> uh, so, so what else, Matt? Why don't you read? I'm, st- I'm still waiting for like this generation's Monster Squad, and, and uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get one of those these days. One day soon. One day, one day. Oh yeah, you haven't seen Monster Squad. I don't think I have, no. I have not. <laughs> All right. Uh, my friend Derek, Derek Cool, Cool D, Cool Derek, uh, he says uh, he's going to be seeing Bridge of Spies. Uh, he named me Malala. I have no idea what that is. And uh, Crimson Peak. Fantastic. Do you, yeah. do you have any idea what he named me Malala is? No idea. No idea. Okay, I think he made that up. <laughs> uh, Derek is a liar. He's totally not cool for lying. <laughs> I'm gonna skip ahead and go to Mike. <laughs> go, <laughs> go to Mike Schindler at Mumbles 3K. Uh, already caught uh, CP, which I assume is Crimson Peak. Oh yes. And SJ, which I assume is Steve Jobs. Uh, BOS yes. <laughs> Bridge of Spice. Oh tonight. my God! All of these uh, abbreviations. Uh, Quay with PTA music video on Monday, uh, and also the Knack. Uh, the, the, the Nick. Knack, the Nick. God damn it! <laughs> Get the Knack. My Sharona. <laughs> Um, okay, let me backtrack. And their feature film debut. <laughs> Have you heard about this music video directed by Paul Thomas Anderson? Uh, yeah, it's like a music documentary thing. Yeah. Is that the, the Junnun thing? Well, that, there's that. There's the... I can't pronounce that either. It's the Junnun. It, it's Junnun. Junnun. It's a very... Junnun. I hear very experimental um, documentary directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, and it's PTA shooting digital, which... Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah, um, I forget the website it's on, but it's exclusive. Mubi. Mubi, that's right. M U B I. Yes. Um, so there's that one, but then uh, the one that Mike Schindler is referencing is he directed Pete directed a music video, um, I guess by by Quay. And, uh, oh, 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 God. Okay, okay. I remember. I remember. The, I remember this now. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson directed a music video. Um, uh, have you seen it? You've seen Inherent Advice, right? Uh yes, that's right. You didn't like it. Yep, that, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the guy. Yeah, um, it's a great movie. Anyway, uh, yeah okay, yeah okay, sure, sure. So uh-huh. the the actress um, slash musician who is in Inherent Vice, um, who is the narrator and one Joanna Newsom. Yeah, she she um, she's lovely. She has, she has a music video out directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, um, nice. and it's screening in theaters. Um, in, in in select cities. Um, oh, that's weird. I'm I'm kind of upset because 
my my local theater is playing it before Crimson Peak uh, and and Bridge of Spies. Um, but apparently I missed the memo and I didn't see it. Um, even though at that theater I did just see Crimson Peak and Bridge of Spies, but apparently they're playing it this weekend, so I missed it. So yeah, I, I missed out on an opportunity of seeing uh, the new Paul Thomas Anderson music video on the big screen. Uh, check your local listings because I think it's playing. <laughs> it, I think it's playing in select theaters, so you might have a chance to see Paul Thomas Anderson's new work on the big screen. Uh, so the, there you go, public service announcement. Um, uh, why don't we say one more? Pick pick a last response. Uh, I'm gonna go with Stanley Spadowski uh, at Six Demon Bag. He says Crimson Peak three exclamation points. Uh, new Guillermo del Toro takes precedence over everything else in my life. Yep. Uh, same. Yep. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna be seeing it in about three hours, so I'm quite excited. Good. Good. Yeah. And and we'll talk about it. I'm sure. At a later date. It's uh, my birthday movie. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was very nice of Spielberg and Del Toro to both release new films on the weekend of my birthday. They are uh, they're nice for that. What, Thanks, guys. Which uh, what, when when was your birthday? When is your? It's birthday? tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Okay, happy, yeah. happy birthday tomorrow. I'm turning 29 again. <laughs> I've done uh, that for two years now. <laughs> I can't wait to turn 29 again. <laughs> Oh, all right, Matt. <laughs> um, good luck with that. Uh, yeah. Final, <laughs> final, final segment of the show. Final segment. Uh, Matt, what did you do? Uh, was it last week or the week before? You, you... Last weekend, I spent uh, three and a half days in lovely New York City at New York Comic Con and uh, recorded a couple segments uh, with some friends of mine uh, for Hey What You Watching. That's the show you're listening to right now. Uh, the show, I ran into an old friend of mine. His name is Austin Griffith, and he's the first uh, little interview you're going to hear. Uh, he runs uh, levelsave.com. Uh, they're a website that I used to write for. Uh, they deal with movies, uh, mostly video games, but they also do some movies and TV. Uh, and he and I discussed The Martian. And I had not yet seen it, so <laughs> you're going to hear me yell at him a lot to not spoil the film. Uh, let's go to the tape. Hey everyone, Matt here, co-host of Hey What You Watching, and as usual, I'm just some guy. I'm here at New York Comic Con this weekend, and I'm asking a bunch of people, what you watching? So I'm here with Austin Griffith of Levelsave.com. Hey guys. And uh, he's going to tell me what he's been watching. What you been watching? Last thing I saw was The Martian. Okay, I have not seen it yet. Please do not spoil anything. How was it? It was much better than I would have expected. Okay. It was truly, I've heard it being referred to as like hard sci-fi. You know, it was... I'm currently reading the book and I'll agree with you. It's it's it's, hard sci-fi. It's real science fiction. It's not like, you know, goofy or, you know, anything like that. It, It takes it seriously. And as far as I can tell, all the science in it stands up. I mean, there's there's some creative pushes like I, I guess if you've read the book then you know like I'm reading sand. I'm halfway through the book right now okay so if you know like the sandstorm in the beginning oh yes I know um, he's even spoken he said that would on Mars it would actually feel like a light breeze even like that that's the biggest thing but okay. other than that but was, without that you wouldn't have a movie yeah exactly okay exactly. so there's some creative liberties taken there but it is a phenomenal performance everyone okay. involved it, Damon's good he's amazing he truly has emotional depth in this movie that I wasn't expecting is it funny because the book there, is hilarious. There is a bit of comedy in it. And okay, good. You know, it really, like... Okay, good. It's so weary and, and like, sad. You know, he's, like, on this planet. Is he going to die? What's going to happen? And then there's the occasional, like, you know, maybe drop an F-bomb or something like that. Okay, you good. Because, yeah, he curses a lot in the book. Yeah, I think a since it's PG-13, you get, you get two fucks. Oh, damn. So... Because uh, it's, like, every other page. Yeah, you, you get two in the movie... Uh, Allowed, but they kind of they, they definitely push the envelope with okay. that. You know, there's some some workarounds, some mouthing for words. You get as much as you can expect from a PG-13 movie, but it is hilarious. You know, I, I know there's a few things in there that if you've read the book, you'll get the jokes, and if you haven't, it'll just seem like just go over your head. Yeah, it'll go over okay. your head, but it'll All still right. be funny. All right. So there's definitely it, it stands true to the book is what I've heard the most. All right. Like I said, I have not seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gotta fix that. For various reasons. I should. It's Ridley Scott. Uh, and as listeners yeah. will know, um, coming in the next season of the Talk Film Society, we'll be continuing our Ridley Scott retrospective with his early 2000s work. So that means we're going to be starting off with Gladiator, 
and uh, doing a couple more movies up until about 2006. So it should be pretty interesting. I know a lot of you guys like the last series. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for that. And uh, thanks for joining me today, Austin. Thanks for having me. Uh, so yeah, until next time. Hey, what you watching? Oh, welcome back. Uh, so those were Austin's thoughts on The Martian. Uh, next up is uh, my buddy Michael Morisi. Uh, he's a uh, he lives in Chicago and he writes for Image Comics. Uh, if you're a fan of books such as uh, Rush Limit and uh, I'm probably saying that wrong and Hoax Hunters, uh, he is the writer for those. Um, we he and I discussed Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of of the Sith and uh, how it is the only good prequel in that entire trilogy. Uh, me and him talked about this for a couple minutes. Uh, had a lot of fun uh, catching up with Mike. Uh, let's go to the tape. Hello again. Matt here, co-host of Hey, What You Watching? And as usual, I'm just some guy. I'm here at New York City Comic Con all weekend, and I've been running into a bunch of people I know asking them, What You Watching? I'm here with uh, Michael Morisi. He writes the comic books. Uh, hey, Mike, What You Watching? Uh, the last thing I watched was Revenge of the Sith, Star Wars Episode Three. <laughs> oh boy! And uh, how'd that go? I love it. Uh, you know what? I, I I do not like the first two movies at all. Tech of Clones is objectively one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Agreed. <laughs> Except one point. I like Christopher Lee in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Christopher Lee in anything is yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. If you could just have his scenes in Attack of the Clones and that's it, it would still be a bad movie. It probably would, <laughs> but it would be entertaining at least. Yeah. An entertaining bad movie. I know. Uh, uh, see, I'd have to agree with you the third one is the best in that trilogy oh yeah especially yeah. with the 45 minute lightsaber fight to end it out it's yeah, kind of yeah. nuts yeah. Uh, what do you like most about it you know it's weird it's, I think it's the of the three that's the closest to feeling like a Star Wars movie agree yeah, I feel like it's the, you know there's not the weird jumps in logic and the first two movies you know like I don't come at that from like you know look I love Star Wars mainly more than anything in entertainment in arts ever <laughs> but like yeah so like but I can still look at those two movies and say these are bad it's yeah. not because they're Star Wars bad it's because they are just bad. they're just bad films they're so they're many not problems. good yeah they're not they're just not but like you know three kind of it, it, the problems that one and two have are just like logic who's the main character you know what's the story nobody knows <laughs> you know like all that stuff but like you watch three and it feels like okay it, it has more focus yeah it has more like consistency it's like the story it's not perfect but the story kind of makes you know beginning middle end and there are some like really really great scenes of like oh man fast lightsaber you know like Owen or uh, uh, I would say Owen um uh, Obi-Wan yeah. is a, the strongest he's been in all that three movies is. and uh, even though like somebody owes me an Obi-Wan movie because like yeah. after those trilogy I thought like I'm like wow Obi-Wan's gonna be awesome Obi-Wan was Owen McGregor was great as Obi-Wan great as him but yeah. weak overall yeah. I mean, the, the, when the he, character well, of him yeah when he when he killed Grievous was an awesome moment I love Grievous that's another reason I love episode 3 but that, but I that, love the idea of a congested robot who coughs all the time how is Grievous <laughs> Grievous not in Attack of the Clones. That's, that's, I mean, yeah. of all things, like, how? Oh, man, I can just go on the problems. But I've always looked at it like, episode one and two, he sleep wrote them. Uh, episode three, he wrote that after he got up from his nap. <laughs> what? Well, I feel like, I think that's like a legend that episode one is like a first track. Definitely. Um, Definitely. And it does, because there's just like... It's all over the place. Why can they run fast now and can't run fast later? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Why is well, there... the Jedi forgot about it. And, yeah. You know, like, not enough why... midi-chlorians. Yeah. Why does the shapeshifter assassin wear a mask when she's a shapeshifter? Exactly. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you so, know. episode three. Episode three is pretty good. Yeah, uh, great moments. Quick question. Is it Star Wars yet? Is it December yet? I, uh, I'm looking at my watch and it's not. Uh, how hyped are you? Oh, God. If I, you know, I would, I don't know, if someone would be like, right now, you can run to, to fucking California right now. Run. Literally run. Run. And see Star Wars when you get there. I would start running. As would I. As <laughs> you know, would like, I. I don't care. I don't care what it takes. I'm not that fast, but I will do it. As It'll I've, probably be December 18th when I get there. Probably. But as I've said, I've become sentient hype. Uh, I'm not a human anymore. I'm just hype personified for this movie. Uh, so you're, you're, you're all in. I'm so excited. Okay. Everything looks cool. All the little rumors I've heard sound amazing. 
amazing. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been staying away. Like I, I can't help it. Like, I don't know much about it. I just watch everything, and then people tell me stuff from like hearsay and stuff. I'm like, all right, that could be pretty cool. All so right. is, is Ray supposed to be their daughter? Who's Ray? Do you know any rumors on that? Apparently, it is. It's Luke and Leia's daughter. It might be Luke and Leia's daughter. Oh no, God. no, no, uh, Han and Leia. So it's okay. Yeah. This is how we're gonna reboot things. Incest. Yeah. <laughs> Great idea, JJ. Let's run with it. We're gonna. <laughs> no one's gonna like this trilogy. Yeah. Thanks for being on. Hey, what you watching? We got to geek out over some Star Wars. Did. I had a good time, man. Good time as always, my friend. All right, that was a good uh, little interview, wasn't it? Oh, so good. Oh, <laughs> it was like you were there, right? <laughs> I know. Oh man! Uh, and actually, that one actually has a lot of crowd noise, so you will hear other people from Comic Con there. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like you were there. Uh, it, it, it's like Comic Con yeah. went to your house. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. It's not you got, he- got to hear people haggle over uh, art prices. It was uh, <laughs> fun. All right. Okay. All right, Matt. I think that's I actually had a blast doing that because it was right in the death uh, in the middle of uh, Artist Alley. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, uh, one last thing. I don't normally do movie news on any of these podcasts, but I, I, I will mention this. This will be the last thing we talk about before we sign off on this very long, longer than usual episode of Hey, What You Watching? Um, hey, What You Watching? Um, <laughs> Is it Star Wars yet? <laughs> I wake up every day and ask myself that, but it's not. About Star Wars, um, I, there's a there's a very good, good chance that I will be doing the marathon, which for, for people who don't know, Oh geez. Uh, where have you been this week? Um, for people who don't know, uh, yeah, uh, they are, they're going to screen seven star Wars movies in a row. Um, the Thursday, uh, that the force awakens. And is, I will be there this. for four and a half of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, news, I guess broke that, uh, this is happening, and and the tickets will go on sale Monday. But I, I have, I have, I, I don't want to go into specifics uh, because I think it's a kind of like still like a top secret thing in my neck of the woods at, at my local theater. But yeah, I, I think it's pretty. It's it's a sure thing. I think now that I, <laughs> I will go, and yeah, I will spend the day watching seven Star Wars movies. Which I will I, also be doing this. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of frightening because, yeah, uh, the first one starts at 4 a.m. Uh, oh, God. And they're going chronologically. And... No, 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 no. Uh, they're going by, by episode order. Okay, so that means, like, for episode one and two, you can get there at 4 a.m., <laughs> but, you know, go back to sleep. Yeah, take a nap. For about, you know, four hours. So, it's, yeah, that's fine. It's, it's frightening because, yeah, last time I, I tried to watch... The prequels, I had a really rough time. Uh, oh, the first two are dreadful. Uh, I, I, I think last year I tried to do a special. I, I forget the name of of this special way of seeing them, but like you, uh, they say a good way of seeing them is like see episode four, and then episode one, two, three, and I think mm-hmm. episode and then whatever five Empire and six. Like, yeah, five yep. and six. So I tried doing that. I, I saw a new hope. You know great as always that's a good movie yeah then i saw uh, phantom menace all the way through which was that's a bad movie yeah and then i, I tried i tried to watch episode two and i, I couldn't make it through the that's first, a bad movie i couldn't make it for i couldn't make it through the first five minutes it's yeah it's so not bad. good so i'm <laughs> i'm hopeful not hopeful i guess i'm looking forward to the marathon and i'm also dreading it at the same time It'll be a fun time. Like I said, you get there, you fall asleep for the first two movies, and you wake up. <laughs> but yeah, it's it'll be the most movies I've seen in a row at a theater. So oh, nice. Yeah, uh, the most of I think I've ever done is five. Um, so yeah, Oof. it's <laughs> Oof. yeah. So wow, Star Wars. So that was your Star Wars minute. <laughs> yeah. So I guess this extra long episode of Hey, what you watching? Is what happens when uh, we don't record one for a month. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, note to selves, uh, let's do these more frequently. <laughs> yeah, this is so long. This might be longer than um, the first episode of the new season of the Talk Film Society podcast. I don't doubt it. <laughs> um, as of right now, like um, the first episode of the actual Talk Film Society podcast, like it's, a, it's not all set in stone, so I'm still shifting th- things around, I'm still recording things. Uh, but this, I mean, I'm releasing this pretty much... Um, I mean, of course, I'm making some edits, but I can see now the counter. Yeah. The counter is already past an hour, 
So yes, it has. So yeah, this is pretty long. Um, so yeah, uh, I hope you all enjoyed it, uh, Matt. So did I, Matt. Anything you want to promote? Anything you want to say to the fine people before we go? Yeah, uh, as usual, I'm Matt. I'm just some guy. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the real Matt C. Uh, you can also find me over at Pixels and Reels, which uh, you can find us over at facebook.com slash groups slash Pixels and Reels. We have a real URL now, and it's not just a bunch of random numbers, so that's a fun thing. Fantastic. Um, for those listening, I'm glad you made it all the way through. Um, why don't you rate us on iTunes, do all that? Yeah, you should. Yeah, f- of course, you must be following us on Twitter. Uh, follow at TalkFilm SOC. TalkFilm SOC. Follow that. Uh, yeah, and stay tuned because the new season of the TalkFilm Society podcast will be a lot of fun. I'm already scheduling recordings. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing a lot more of these, a lot more of that. It's and going to be both a hoot and a holler. Hoot and a holler, yeah. And there are still things... I know you and I kind of promised each other we were going to do that we will get to. Um, yes, we will. Don't um, worry. I, I kind of don't want to spoil them yet, but yeah, there's one thing in particular uh, uh, we wanted to do that I think we'll do soon, and it'll be out there, and I'm sure people will enjoy that. Um, a very secretive thing I just said, but but hey, that's... Keep, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> keep your mouth shut. <laughs> All right, so yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, I guess we'll see you on the next episode of Hey, what you watching? Hey, what you watching?